Hi, everybody. This is Marna Thal with the Thin Within podcast, where I give you mental secrets for weight loss mastery. And many of you have said to me, Marna, why don't you take your weekly Facebook lives and put them on your podcast? So here is this week's Facebook Live. Ready to talk about the difference between deciding versus hoping. It's an important difference that I want you all to know. And they're both really, really important. Deciding and hoping are both so important when it comes to losing weight. We need both. It's so nice to hope. When I was trying to lose weight, I hoped I could find a solution by interviewing the naturally thin. I was hoping. I didn't know if it was going to work. So there's absolute power in hope and there's so much power in deciding. What I'm hoping you leave with today is an idea of where you're at and where you'd like to move further into what would really help you in a stronger way. So I'm excited to talk about this topic because I know that it's really going to be helpful to many of you. So there is a significant difference between deciding and hoping. And the reason we oftentimes hope and hang on to that hope to lose weight instead of deciding to do something and to be somebody who is losing weight is to avoid the responsibility and the outcome and to avoid the intimacy that comes along with deciding. So I want you to just feel into that. The reason we hope to lose weight instead of deciding is to avoid being responsible for the outcome and dodging unwanted feelings. So how many of you are dodging unwanted feelings? How many of you are scared about what it actually means to be thinner, lighter, healthier, more vibrant? Where are you at? Are you in the hope? Or are you finding that, wow, moving from hope into making the decision to be somebody who's 145 pounds, 130 pounds, 180 pounds, 115 pounds, whatever it is, are you in the hoping, oh, I really want to be there? Or are you in the, yes, I'm making this happen? It's so much easier to rely on luck or circumstance, and that puts you into the hope realm. It's so fun to dream and hope and have goals. I love that. But then taking the action to achieve it, that can make you feel vulnerable. And many of you are in this process right now. You are losing weight and you're seeing the vulnerability of what's coming up. The emotion the powerlessness sometimes you feel to having a food craving, to feeling vulnerable to a food craving and feeling like, oh my goodness, I have this craving. I have this desire. I have this need inside of me. How do I manage it? How do I manage this habit, this desire for food that overwhelms every part of me? There's vulnerability in asking for help. There's vulnerability in sitting with that feeling, that discomfort when you have a craving or when your inner two-year-old is going bonkers inside of your head. Hoping creates safety. 
Hoping creates, oh, I want to lose weight. It keeps you safer than the vulnerability of deciding. So I want you to start sharing with me. Are you hoping? Are you deciding? Where are you at? Because so many of you, even though you say you want to lose weight or feel amazing in your skin, there are times where you might find that you want to avoid this. You actually want to avoid the doing, the being, the having it. Because it's safer to just crave it. It's safer to just hope for it and be excited for it and want it. And if you've been in that wanting for so long, it's like, I just want it to happen so badly. Please, somebody just make this happen to me. I wish I could do that for all of you. I wish I could be like, poof. I wish I could do that for myself, poof. <laughs> Denise, you're in the hoping. Love it. And I love your honesty about that. Yes, true. Mm, and wanting, but having a hard time actually doing. That's okay. See, the, the first place we always want to go, the first thing that always creates weight loss is the hope, is the dream, is the excitement, is hanging out in there. So that's why it's so important. No, we need hope. We need hope. But then to cross into deciding, it's big. And especially to cross into deciding and stay in deciding. It's like putting your foot in the river versus just throwing yourself in the river and going, okay, we're going to figure it out and I'm going to keep, I'm going to figure this out and make it happen. <laughs> I'm going to get to the other side. I'm not sure how. I might struggle. I might flounder a bit, but I'll get there. See, that's the beauty. We need both. We need to have both of these happening inside of us. The hope moves us into Oh, I think I can do this again. I'm going to try for something different. I'm going to try for weight loss again. So many of you, you heard Karen's story she shared yesterday. If you haven't, you have to listen to that podcast. How she lost 80 pounds. Everybody who shared, many of you actually on here too, have lost 40, 50, 30, 60 pounds. You know you had to have that hope. You had that hope and that's gotten you so far. And, and then you went into the deciding. I'm deciding to show up. I'm deciding to be there for myself. I'm deciding to make a decision to move things forward. But thinking about deciding to be the person you want to be and trying that on and living into it and being that day in and day out, even if it's ugly, even if it's vulnerable, even if you flounder. So years ago when I was hoping to lose weight, tried Weight Watcher, I tried different things. And because I was atrocious at dieting, because I want total freedom, total choice, it's part of my personality, I kept feeling stifled by a diet. But then when I was like, oh, let me just study people who never struggled. What do they do? And yes, they're the naturally thin people and they're unnaturally thin. That's what I call them, unnaturally thin. They're amazing. They're wonderful. They just work really hard at it to stay thin. But those that make it really easy was what I wanted. And in copying them, I had no idea if it was going to work. I had hope. I had hope. I had an idea. I had a thought. So it starts with the hope. But then I loved it. See, when you go from hope into deciding, the journey that I went from hoping to deciding was I believed. I believed in what I was seeing, experiencing, feeling when I was interviewing the naturally thin. I believed it a hundred percent. 
I didn't know if I could do it. I just believe I wanted it so badly. I was like, yes, I want to be that person. And I was hopeful I would lose weight, but I just wanted to be that person who didn't diet, who listened to her body, who felt spiritual in the essence of listening and honoring and loving and not overeating, all those things that the naturally thin shared. So it was easy to decide. Now, does it mean I'm perfect? No. This is where oftentimes we go wrong. You think that going from hope to deciding, in the deciding, you have to be perfect. No. Nothing about me is perfect. <laughs> not anything. So that is not it. It's about recommitting, redeciding, redeciding, redeciding. Oop, I overate, redecide, redecide, redecide. When you move from hope to a decision of who you want to be, and how you're going to show up in this world. It's not always going to be pretty, but what it will be, if you can keep making that decision, you will get there because you're just deciding, deciding, deciding. And when you know it's in alignment with your heart, your soul, your mind, you're like, this is who, this is what I want. I want to be somebody who honors my body. At least that's what it was for me. And whatever process it is for you, I want to be this person. That's when you know deciding, it's in alignment. When you make a decision to go, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a vegetarian, which I did for many years, I decided that every day. And then I made a different decision. And here's the cool part. We can decide something different. But it's when we're kind of like half in, half out. How many of you are experiencing that? I'm half in, I'm half out. I'm half hope and I'm half decision. And I flip flop. And it keeps flipping and flopping. And so does your weight. So I want you to think about what would it take for you to start going from the flip-flop of hope decide to more into decide and being. And a lot of times, you know what it takes? Love, grace, compassion. Love, grace, compassion, and making it important to you. See, here's the thing. Is hope passive or active? Hope is passive. Deciding is active. Deciding is active. If you're in the hoping, it's awesome but it's passive. I hope I can lose weight. I hope I can make this happen. I, I dream for a body that I crave that has flat tummy, thin thighs, strong, tight body. You can hope for that. And that's amazing, but it's passive. It's important. Your brain loves it. But then moving into the active is where we go. That means I actually have to sit in my stuff. Yeah. That's why it makes you more vulnerable. That's why being in this stuff is more vulnerable, but it's so much more powerful. It's the work that will make you thinner, lighter, healthier. If you're willing to sit in the discomfort, if you're willing to figure out why you're overeating, why you're binging, why your mind is drawn to food late at night when you're watching TV, or when you get in an argument, or why you suddenly feel drawn to eat a bunch of sugar late at night, if you can sit in it and be in it because you've decided to be there, that's when you actually get to see your body transform. And that's when you stop flip-flopping between hoping and deciding and seeing flip-flop weight loss. Hoping is like having your fingers crossed behind your back and being like, I hope I can get this weight off. You know that feeling. It's, it's a bit out of your control versus controlling your destiny controlling who you're going to be, who you're showing up as. 
So Teresa, you say I'm half in, I'm half out. Okay. So what would it take for you to go from half in and the, the hope to side, hope to side to the first question is, do I want to decide? Who do I want to decide to be? Who am I deciding to be? And then what I want you to do is give yourself a percentage. Am I 100% in? Am I 50% in? Am I 50% decided? 20%? Where are you? And you kind of feel that pull, right? When you're like, mm, kind of in, kind of out. <laughs> I'm 50% decided, 50% just hoping. We don't have to let go of the hope. The hope is just not dependable because you know this. Sometimes you hope for this and then you hope for something else. Again, it's passive. So we need the active as well. That's when you decide who are you being? What actions? Who are you deciding to be? What are you deciding to do on a daily basis? And then get a percentage from there. Have you made that decision 50%, 70%, 80%, 100%? I'm decided. And even if you're at the 50%, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Great. Go 50%. You will see a difference. And if you want to increase it, then ask yourself the next question. Who do I need to be to increase this by 5, 10, 15%? Who do I need to be? Or what do I need to think about myself? Who do I need to be or what do I need to think about myself in order to increase this by 5, 10, 15%? Answer that question. If you're on here, answer that question. What will it take to go from Miss K hoping to deciding? See, deciding is about being. It's about choosing who you want to be. And here's the thing. Don't be scared of it. You want this. You say you want it. So let's just be it. Be somebody. I have a sign here in my office. You know what it says? I love making the decision today and every day to be somebody who eats only when I'm hungry and stops when satisfied. You may be making that decision to do that. You may be making the decision to move your body every day. You may be making the decision to add whole foods, somebody who eats whole foods. But here's what mine doesn't say. Mine doesn't say I love making the decision today and every day, to be somebody who eats when hungry and stops when satisfied 100% of the time, okay? I want to make this differential here. This is important because if I gave myself that pressure that I have to be perfect 100%, it's too much pressure on me and I will rebel. And some of you are doing this. You're saying, I have to, I must, I should. Do you hear the languaging? I love making the decision today and every day to be somebody who only eats when she's hungry and stops when she's satisfied. And if I don't make that decision for a meal, I don't make myself wrong about that. I don't say I should jump into another diet, be somebody else, bright, shiny object it somewhere else. No, because I want to be that person. I choose, I've made the decision to be somebody who honors her body, who eats a lot of whole, real foods, and who moves. That's my decision. And it might change. My movement might change. My decision on how much I want whole foods in my body changes. But I, it's got to be a bit open-ended. It can't put so much pressure on you that you rebel. However, 
when you decide, then guess what it means? If I'm deciding to be somebody who eats when I'm hungry and stops when I'm satisfied, guess what that means? If I'm really in this, if I'm really invested in making that decision, which many of you are too, then guess what this means for you and your life and me and my life? When we're not hungry, what are we doing? We're dealing with our crap. <laughs> we're dealing with our stuff. We're dealing with the emotional things. We're dealing with what's going on under the surface of our lives. That's encouraging us to eat. The act of wanting to eat when I'm not hungry means there's something else going on. There's something else going on in your life. When you want to eat, your body's not hungry. What is that need? Love, protection, connection, sleep, stress reduction. What is it? Because that's the work. And the vulnerability is, ow, oh, this does not feel great. Hearing my head crave like mad that it wants chocolate. What's going on? It also means that there's no great time to lose weight. It means that deciding to be somebody who is this way means that I'm this way on vacation. I'm this way at a birthday party. I'm this way when I turn 40. I'm this way when I turn 45. I'm this way. There's not a good time. I'm not sometimes this way and sometimes not. And so I'll hear some of you say this, like I'm going on vacation, so I'll probably not be as good. But when you just make a decision and you're all in on that decision, there's no value there. So they keep just listening to their body. It's not that they won't overeat here and there. But what I'm saying is, is that it's not like you pick and choose your days where you're going to decide to do this. If you're doing that, what's happening, like this week I'm going to be so good and I'm going to listen to my body. And it's not who you're being. You haven't made the identity change yet because something's holding you back. There's a worry, there's a thought, there's a belief that you're not ready to really work through or you just have to be courageous enough to say, I'm willing, I'm open. I will be vulnerable to look at this, okay? It's deep stuff. This is not as simple as just eat less, exercise more. When you have all these emotional pieces and connections and ways of thinking and being with food, but that hope versus decision, if you're like, I keep hoping, I keep wanting this to happen, why isn't it happening? If you can get really clear, wait, I've just been hoping this, now you can see why your results haven't been showing up because you're not an active participant in being and doing. Dieting was not my way of being. Counting calories, not my way of being. Counting anything, not my way of being. Honoring, listening, connecting, that was my way of being. And with movement, that's still my journey of choosing it, loving it, falling in love with. That's who I'm in the journey of becoming and deciding because health and wellness is a journey. As you get to one new level, you're like, oh, I get to create a new level. So Sue, you said, yes, need to be more courageous. Well, do you want to be? Are you ready to be? Are you excited to be? What would being more courageous look like? And this is an important question for all of you. What would being more courageous, going from hoping to deciding, look like for you? Is it just the sitting with the discomfort that seems scary? Is it sometimes my clients will say, it's like losing a best buddy. This buddy's with me. It's been through the divorce. It's been through a loss of a child. It's been through the pain of dating. It's been there for me. So now, Marna, you're telling me 
to only listen to my body and eat when my body's hungry. But emotionally, I am craving needing food. And that's when I say, emotionally, you are craving and needing something that needs your attention, your focus, your love. Food is just numbing that out for a temporary fix. It's just giving you that quick temporary band-aid, but that is not what you are actually needing and craving. It's just what you've associated with your loss. It's where you think you have this buddy. You have more power than that. You have so much power to sit with your feelings, to talk through them, to work through them, to just say no, no thank you. That was a big deal for me at a party when, when people are having food, to say no thank you because I made that decision to be somebody who loves eating when my body's hungry and stops when I'm satisfied. And that means at times I'm saying no thank you. And that wasn't so comfortable at first. But it's so powerful when you get to say no thank you. It's so powerful to your self-esteem when you see the results on the scale because of the choices that you've made the decision to be, the person you're deciding to be. And I also think it's the journey of weight loss, of growing, transforming, that will it will transform you like no other and you can create and do anything you want after that. Make a million dollars, create whatever. Because that journey is so powerful. To go from hope to being, to being, to deciding, to deciding, to being and deciding. There's nothing more powerful. Because it allows you to look at all your crap that you have to go through. As you look at yourself. And see, okay, yeah, Marta, you really want this food. And... You're not hungry. So what you going to do about that? So when I start the 30-day challenge on Monday, one of the things that we're going to do and that I have members do is say this. And those of you who've done the 30-day challenge, you know this. I may struggle. I may flounder. But I will complete the challenge. Why do I do that? Because struggle is real at times. Floundering is real when it comes to transforming the area of your life where you struggle. But when you decide to complete a challenge, there's something so powerful when why women who have given up on themselves over and over and over and over in the area of weight and body complete a challenge, that is awesome. And I don't care if you completed it perfectly. I don't care about any of that. But I want you to think about this for yourself. When you say to yourself, I may flounder, I may struggle. This is who I'm choosing to be. This is my decision. This is how I'm showing up. And through that, I will flounder. Through that, I will struggle at times. Through that, I will have the courage to make it through. There is something beautiful about that. There's something beautiful about feeling so powerful on the other side of late night eating, of emotional eating, of binges, of going to a party and not thinking anything about it. If other people are eating, you're fine because you're not hungry. There's something so cool on the other side for you. So what will it take for you to have hope? Yes, you can absolutely your body thinner, lighter, healthier, for sure. I love you hoping. And then moving in to deciding. Who's in for deciding it? Even if you may struggle, even if you may flounder, who's up for continuing to decide? Think about that. That's why this takes so much courage. That's why weight loss, 
when we look at the statistics are dismal. Out of 100 people that go on a diet, five, five of them will keep their weight off in a year. One of those five will keep it off for five years. Why? Because it's often too difficult, too hard, unrealistic, doesn't fit into their life, and they haven't decided, haven't created identity around who they're being that works. When my clients lose weight, they don't go, oh my God, how am I going to deal with food now? <laughs> no, they've been doing it. There's nothing to go off of or on. All right. For those of you who are like, I'm ready to decide. I'm it. I'm doing it. I'm deciding today. And what I want you to write out, who are you deciding to be? Who is this Teresa? Who is this Sandy? Who is this Sue? Who is this Kate? Who are you deciding to be? And knowing you can make a different decision if it doesn't feel quite right. Who are you deciding to be as it relates to your thinking and your actions? I will stay here and keep on going even when I'm not successful because I see so much progress. And Eva, don't you see that it impacts every area of your life, your business and everything? This mind work is so awesome. That's how you lose weight and how you keep it off. I want you to really think about this. And I want you to think hard about it, everybody. Making a decision to change is so courageous and it takes a different energy than just hoping for a different body. Hoping is awesome. And if you're ready to decide, are you ready to play in the decision pool? Then I want you to play with me. Play with me. Sign up for the 30-day challenge. Take the Thin Within method. Take the free course. Let's play in this pool of deciding. And most of you who are playing with me, we're not dieters. <laughs> we're like, mm, not doing dieting anymore. But we're playing with our mind. We're learning. We're playing in the pool of decision. We're getting in the water. We're going in the deep end. Sometimes we're going to be able to tread water really easily. And other times you can feel like, oh my God, just throw me a lifeline, please. But that's this journey. It's a fun journey. It's an exciting journey because it grows us in every single way. So Monday, we get started with the 30-day challenge. For those of you who haven't taken it, who want to take it, I invite you to take it for your first time. For those of you who've taken it and you feel inspired, awesome. For those of you who are like, oh, I'm good. I'm in the inner circle. I'm rocking it. I'm doing great. I'm Focusing on this body-centered somatic work, focus there. But I want you to make the decisions. Decide who you want to be. Then that informs all of your decisions around how you want to lose weight, what you want weight loss to look like, how you want it to feel, all of that. My decision to be somebody who listens to her body informs my decision if I see a bright, shiny object diet out there. It can look very tempting. And then I will gain more afterward because I feel so deprived by it. So I needed something that wasn't depriving. I needed something that allowed me to be in my body, that respected my body, and that gave me lots of choice and didn't make me wrong for having sugar, carbs, or foods that weren't as healthy. So you've got to know who you are to make the decision. Make it though. Don't keep hoping. Make the decision and adjust it a little if it doesn't feel right. And then adjust it a little bit more. Don't spend every day adjusting it because then you're just in the process of hoping. <laughs> you haven't really decided who you want to be. And then assess. How am I doing on this? Celebrate. Remember habit formation, everybody? You have to incorporate reward. Celebrate when you see yourself doing well. 
I had an amazing conversation with a woman the other day who said, I don't want to do, I can't get myself to do anything, nothing. I don't even want to drink water. I said, I get it. You're having so much resistance. You don't even want to do anything right now. So guess what? You're already sipping some water. You're already eating some food. I want you to start celebrating when you're doing something that helps move your body and your health forward. That's it. That's all. She needs to just be where she is now and start building her self-esteem and body esteem up because she was spending the days at the end of the day thinking all the bad things that she did for the day, all the things that went wrong. No wonder why you don't feel inspired. No wonder why she doesn't do anything because everything she does, she's just telling herself what was wrong. No, that's the wrong focus. Celebrate what you're doing that's moving you forward, that's helping you decide to be that person that's in alignment with your decision every day. Acknowledge those. Have your journal out every single day at night before you go to bed. Write three to five things down that you're proud of that aligned you to that decision that you made in being that new you. All right, everybody. I am so excited for you to decide, keep making the decision to keep going forward. You've got this. You've got this. You've got this. I'm here for you if you are struggling. We are here for you. Kate is here for you. We are here for you to help you and support you to be your best self, to feel good, to look good, to be the person that you say you want to be, but it feels hard to get there. Just take that first step of being. The first step for me was feeling and figuring out what hunger was. First step. Oh, that's actually what we start doing on Monday and Tuesday of next week. That was my first step. I just realized that. What did hunger feel like inside of me? And then the willingness to listen to it, even though it was 12 o'clock, even though it was dinner time, lunch time, even though I wanted it and it looked good. Okay, I had to feel into hunger. You are awesome. Have an amazing, amazing day. You're welcome, Sue, for sharing so much info. I love you all so much. I am so excited for you to move from hope, which is amazing, into making a decision. Who are you being? Show up that way for yourself. Talk the talk, walk the walk. Keep your vision strong, everybody. All right, make that decision. Bye.